Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Before we begin, let's just take a moment to settle down. Wherever you are, just find a comfortable position. Lighten your mind and close your eyes. Think about stillness, your body being absolutely still. Your eyes are closed, body is still. Become aware of the space in front of you and the space behind you. Your body has taken the shape of a beautiful triangle, a pyramid, a yantra of receiving energy and giving energy. Once you become aware of your stillness, bring your mind to the breath. Breath is coming in and breath is going out. Gentle rise and fall at the belly with each breath. Let your mind tune in with that gentle rise and fall with each breath. Nothing more. become even more comfortable in this position as everything begins to settle down. Keep that calmness in your eyes, gentleness on your face, welcoming each breath. Grace flowing in 
with the breath coming in and flowing out with the breath out. Holding the thought of gratitude in your mind. Welcome the breath. How grateful we are to just breathe in and out without pain, without struggle, effortlessly. Breath comes in and breath goes out. Breath rising from the navel towards the heart, opening the heart lotus. As breath goes out, the heart lotus is closing. Let's hold an image of a beautiful lotus unfolding in your heart as the breath rises from the navel towards the heart. The lotus is closing as the breath is going out. Keep the lotus open, detach it from the breath. Totally focused on that lotus of the heart, each petal is open in its fullness. Little dew drops glistening on those petals. Golden light filling the dome above the heart sky. You almost find yourself holding your breath in stillness to be one with that lotus. Once the mind begins to wander, on the in-breath, think of the sound, so. Out-breath, hum. In-breath, so. Out-breath, hum. You're just thinking of this sound, not making it. Breathe in, so breathe out, hum.
that I am. The absolute wholeness. Pure, unblemished, complete unto myself. And slowly we open our eyes. Take a nice deep breath, settle down. We all want to have a spiritual life, a spiritual practice. What is the purpose of a spiritual practice? One and only purpose, reason of his spiritual practice is to honor that wholeness, that divinity, that truth that we are. Imagine for a moment, who are you before you were born? Who were you before you were born? That soul entered mother's womb in that body, came into this world. Immediately, you were given a name, then a gender. Then the society began to put all kinds of labels on you. Developed a story. Who are you without your story? It's not like nothing. There is a beautiful being in its wholeness, in its purity, in union with the divine. On that, then there are these layers, 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 like onion. You keep peeling the onion. And this is the purpose of meditation, really, to distance ourselves from the story. To take our mind away from the story. When the mind turns towards that which is always there. Always there, it doesn't go anywhere. Just our mind goes somewhere else. That's what I talked about in the last satsang. The sky self, the silence, the, 
the paper on which the print is printed. Our mind never goes to it, but it's there, it's in the background, it's the foundation. One and only purpose of our any spiritual practice is to acknowledge that presence within us. If we look at our life from the moment we are born, our mind is always reaching out to the new things, new things, new things. We want excitement every moment. We, we get bored of things that are there constant. Then we have to flow out. So this fascination of always having something new, experiencing something new, tasting something, seeing something, hearing something, smelling something, touching something new, we always are flowing out for something new. And in this process of flowing towards something new, we are getting farther away from what is already there in its wholeness. So please look at your tendency. Even identifying with a situation, whatever is happening in our life, takes us away from that which is always there in its wholeness, in its purity. We come in this world, we're given a name, we've got a family, then we form relationships and we go on. And then those things have a story of their own. And we are constantly identifying with that. The whole purpose of spiritual practice is to identify with that which you came with before you entered this world. Please look at your fascination with experiencing something new. Having new insight. I'm not saying those things are bad, but that's not the whole thing. Even our dreams and aspirations, our visions, our expectation from ourselves, our expectation from others, these all keep taking us away from that which is already there. Yes, we have a family, we have um, struggles and all those things will happen. As long as we live in this human body, ups and downs are bound to happen. But that's not the whole thing. Purpose of our spiritual practice is to acknowledge that is already there. It doesn't need any excitement, doesn't need shooting stars, doesn't need a new view every day. Coming back home to that is 
part of your spiritual practice. So whatever form you have of your spiritual practice, please always be aware of that mind. Mind will come and say, nothing is happening. I'm not experiencing anything new. I'm not experiencing bliss. Purpose is not to experience bliss. Bliss is the side effect. It's a side effect of that coming in that connection. That's not the end result. The best thing is that I feel no excitement and I feel no depression. Just stay even. I go sit in my meditation or do my practice. And after that, I engage in the world. If we have expectation from our spiritual practice, then we are inviting trouble. No expectation. I just do it to honor that which is already there. It doesn't need proof. In the beginning, there is some kind of discipline required, some kind of discipline, and then it, it something knows inside. The best example, I was at Upasana last week, <clears throat> and we have a dog. Her name is Shanti. And Shanti was taken from a pound and has a very uh, troubled past. We were trying to train her with a collar, with a little white flags all around that she won't cross those flags. After a couple of weeks, I said, let's try without the color. The color was taken off, but she knew the boundary. If she wanted to go beyond that, she will stop. She knew. So, Although the flags weren't there and she wasn't going to get shocked, but she had learned that this is a boundary and we don't cross. So a spiritual practice, the discipline that we have in the beginning reigns the mind a little bit. The mind that's always running, it reigns it, creates a little boundary. And we stop automatically. You may have asked the question, well, I have been practicing for all these years and I still don't see the shooting stars. I don't see the, the bliss showering. That's, that's not the purpose. The purpose is there is some kind of discipline in you that the, the discernment, the discrimination, that you do not cross that threshold, you do not pass that. 
something stops you. And that in itself is a great accomplishment. Knowing the good and not that good. We stop. It doesn't require any thinking. It has become a habit because of our connection with the spirituality and being in that company and thinking about these things. Why I'm saying this, that please do understand, even if you don't see the shooting stars, you are al already gaining from your spiritual practice, whatever form it is. Last week, when I was at Upasana in the Redwood Grove, there were some old logging had been done and those uh, stumps were there. The trees had been cut 50, 60 years ago and those stumps were just kind of there. And this thought came in well, these stumps could be a nice little meditation seats. So we have a neighbor, he came with a chainsaw and he cut perfectly level those, few of those sitting in the grove. And I was just looking at it and it was such a metaphor. Now those stumps that were just going to rot away with time, unnoticed, totally unused, just require a little chopping off their head and chiseling away the rot. Means taking away their ego and chiseling away the rot of the old attachments. Now they're inviting, they're attracted and they're useful. So, <clears throat> Or <clears throat> our spiritual practice is also like that, that we have to cut on our ego sometimes. When the ego is cut off and all the rot of the past memories and attachments are chiseled away, we become useful again. Our life becomes useful. We become, we inviting people come close to us. So, in whatever form our spiritual practice is in our life, it's always very helpful. Now, the spiritual practice can be very, very simple. Very simple. It doesn't need to be complicated. Throughout the day, whenever you can find yourself not running, or when you find yourself stopping from that running, distance yourself from the story. Distance yourself from whatever is happening. And it's not small things, it could be big things too. You may have lost someone very dear to you. That sadness, the, the grieving, all that. Can you distance yourself even from the grieving? 
because that is not the whole thing. Can you distance yourself from your loss? Can you distance yourself from your gain? Can you distance yourself from your aspirations, unfulfilled aspirations? Can you distance yourself from your expectations from yourself? Keep peeling the onion. What is there in the end? The seed. And which all these layers have accumulated. Who are you before you were born? Who will you be after you leave this body? When you leave the body, you are not gone. Just the body is born, body dies. We are not just the body. We say my house, my car, my body. I'm not my house, I'm not my car, I'm not my body. Body is just the house that we come to be in for a while. Think of that self, which is eternal, immortal, ever pure, ever whole, and it is you. That is who you are. And purpose of your spiritual practice is to honor it. Mind will come, yes, but, but that's the mind. I'm not saying it's not useful, it's useful, but that's not the whole thing. No matter what you are going through, distancing yourself from it all, just like this, pushing it all away, even for five minutes, without a mantra, without a practice, without an image, if you can just be, it gives us enough it rejuvenates us enough to go through the day. <clears throat> you may say, oh, I don't have any practice. How about just in the middle of the day, middle of the night, wherever you are, five elements, earth, water, air, fire, space. Being with one element, You are in the night, alone. Just focus on your presence in the space. Imagine the Divine Mother is holding you in her arms. In the she is in the form of the space. Sometimes just feel, be one with the breeze touching your skin. Think of nothing but stay in the remembrance, the awareness of the breeze touching your skin. 
Sometimes you are sitting in the sun. You could find yourself, you are listening to the chirping of the birds and you are seeing the nice scenery and start detaching yourself from all that and just be with one awareness, the warmth of the sun touching your skin and just stay with that. These are called meditation with the elements. You don't need anything. You just need to bring your mind to that which is already happening and to one thing, staying in the awareness of this. So meditation can happen in many ways. It's all about you being able to carve out a little time, be still, pull back, Turn down the antenna of all the senses. No receiving, no transmitting. And something beautiful happens. I'm very glad the restless, restless puppy that we got was very restless, but we named her Shanti. Now she's returning back to Shanti. It took a little color and little things, but now she's very disciplined and very gentle. So it can happen to us all with little practice. Thank you very much. I would love to um, you to check in with each other in this new year. And um, I'll be here. Please come back.